Leave me in the desert somewhere. Podcast back for another week of horror bullshit. My name is still Darian, and Jason Harrell is in the house. Hello, still Darian. I am still Darian. I have not changed my name yet or sought any kind of uh, gender Reality. reassignments or whatever the hell they call it. I don't know. I'm still just Darian, and I, I'm going to keep my penis. I yeah, decided. I think you'd make a damn cute Lakeisha. You think so? Mm-hmm. Yeah, get some. Uh, the press on razor claws yes. and some giant hoop earrings. It'd be a real hoot when you're wiping your ass. <laughs> ah! I always wondered how they did that. Well, you might get rid of those roids. Uh, I like my roids. Oh. Thank you very much. <laughs> I've named them and I take good care of them. <laughs> I'm sure you do. What's up with you, Happy? Oh, same old thing, man. Yeah? Just uh, hustling, spending, buying, um, moving and shaking. Selling, shucking, jiving. Shaking up the thrift en- shop. Enduring world. yet another fucking snow. I know, man. <laughs> Fuck, I thought we were done with this. Dude, it was perfect yesterday. It was pretty warm this morning, up until about, uh, what, two hours ago? Mm-hmm. Then all of a sudden, we're in a blizzard. Yep. Motherfuck. Yeah, I had to scrape ice off my windshield just to get air. Fucking ass. I don't care for it. I don't like it. I do I not either. I don't like it one bit. What's I, up with you? I thought we were going to get rain. That's what I was looking yeah, for. Yeah. No. I like the rain. This, no good. I'm just surprised that they actually called it right. They I, did. They always get it wrong. I know. Sons of bitches. That must be a really... Like, every, all of us should just go become weathermen. There's no expectation to be right. You know what else it is? Veterinarians. My dog is dying. Well, I'm going to inject him with this stuff. <laughs> Probably not going to work, but right? it's worth a shot. Yeah. Here's a bill for 2500 bucks. Yeah, easy. Yeah, the fucking thanks. Yeah, I'll see you in a week when you pay me to put him down. <laughs> That's right. I'm going to go ahead and fi- fire up the crematory in the back, but give me 2500 bucks. We'll give you another weekend out of him. Ah, oh, Jesus Christ, man. Well, we got the regular horror show here, Jason. We got listener mail. We got horror news. We got all the usual stuff. I say we start things off with a little horror news, amigo. I say you're right. I say I agree with myself. Sometimes I disagree with myself. It's a very weird... And your roids. And, and, no, my roids are pretty nice. Oh, okay. Except for the Asian one. <laughs> I don't, he's got a bit of an attitude. I don't know what his deal is. <laughs> Horror news. What do you got there, hot dog? Got some physical media and digital media news. I'm excited. Uh, Megan getting an unrated uh, streaming release on Peacock February 24th. Okay. Uh, just right around the corner. Check that out. Blu ray release March 21st for 23 bucks. Do I need this on Blu ray? 
we really enjoyed it <clears throat> in theaters. Yeah. But I'm I'm very hopeful for an unrated version. I think they could really squeeze in some blood at least. There was no. There wasn't. Yeah. Sparingly. They they really dialed it down to a PG thirteen. I don't I don't like that. I don't uh, that. They actually released a kind of a little trailer thing. Um, it's Megan talking. Okay. And she blames the version that went to theater on the corporate suits. <laughs> so okay. it's, it's actually kind of funny. All right. So, uh, yeah, I look forward to watching that. Okay. Uh, I think you'll like it. Uh, April 20th um, is the is going to be a 20th anniversary of House of a Thousand Corpses, if you can believe that. Oh, Jesus Christ, I'm old. <laughs> it's hard to believe, ain't it? Yeah. Uh, on April 11th, uh, there's a Best Buy exclusive still book coming out for it. I'll be picking that up. That'll be my third copy. Of. I know you will. Uh, well, oh, it gets worse than that. Okay, perfect. <laughs> and uh, going back to April 20th, uh, Amazon has a pre-order, uh, as well as other sites, for a $35 box set that uh, I guess I guess he's kind of hyping it up. Okay. Rob Zombie's kind of hyping it up. It's, it really doesn't look like anything too fancy. What is the uh, it, is it? It's like a box set. Inside is the blue is the Blu-ray. Right. But then there's like some uh, art cards and some other bullshit that is definitely not worth $35. Of course not. But it'll look good on a shelf. So do you get Devil's Rejects and Three from Hell with it? This is ju- just, just House of, House of a Thousand oh, Corpses. Get out of here. Uh, but the... Uh, the artwork on the box, um, the box set, yeah, and the artwork on that steelbook look really good. Okay. Uh, the thing, uh, 20, 2011's the thing. Yeah. April eighteenth, getting a steelbook release, um, just to Walmart in Mill Creek. I don't know about that one, man. Yeah, have you seen it? Yeah. What'd you think? I enjoy it. Were you, Were you that crazy about the original thing? It's fine. It, it's a great show. The it, original. Th- there's something about it that doesn't really tickle my particular fancy. Okay. Uh, I mean, I love me some Kurt Russell. Me too. He's, I don't even know if his beard has ever looked better. I don't think it has. <laughs> I, don't, I think that's a magnificent Kurt Russell beard right there. Uh, there's just something about, I, th- I think maybe the pacing or something that, okay. that kind of puts me off a little bit. Well, what I like about the 2011 thing is the attention to detail they they put into it. Mm-hmm. Like when the, the, the layout of the Norwegian base, which we only got to see for a few seconds in the 1980, 1981 thing, mm-hmm. um, spot on, everything like the mysterious axe in the wall, we found out where that came from, the weird body that was smoldering when the helicopter touched down, the one poor schmuck that gets up in the other helicopter and is trying to chase the dog down because he knows what it is. But nobody over there speaks Norwegian, so that's a problem. <laughs> but that, that that attention to detail, I think, is is worth it. I just wish they hadn't taken us into the spaceship. Because hmm. that was really wacky. Yeah. And I prefer not to see... Well, I mean, there's, no, there's nothing you can show me in the spaceship that is going to impress me. Sure. Until... Wait like 10 years, and we'll see where special effects are then. I would say I like... I like them equally. Sure. Um, I enjoy occasionally watching both. Okay. Um, I'm definitely not a diehard for either, but I am a diehard for still books. I know that you are. <laughs> I know that you are. Is that all you got, Big That's Doug? That's it, man. All right. Uh, I got some bad news for you. Okay. Or maybe not. I don't know. Uh, Wednesday. Yes. Been canceled. Damn. Netflix. Already. I know. I, know. I thought was, they got really good ratings. It did, which uh, nobody knows why it's canceled. Hmm. So... 
I don't know. Maybe uh, maybe it'll Jenna Ortega probably realized that she's gaining a lot more popularity than the contract she signed. I love me some Jenna Ortega. She is the only redeeming quality of that last screen. They probably picked her up when she was still a lot cheaper. Yeah, and now she's like. She's like, no, I'm Jenna Ortega, and I'm in this, 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 this. (laughs) If you'd like another season, you're going to have to mortgage your house or something like that. I'm into that, man. Well, whatever. Uh, Should I watch? Did you watch Wednesday? Me neither. So maybe it didn't have the ratings, or or at least the viewings that we thought it did. But I I even know normies that liked it. Yeah, and there's a lot of, it's all over the place. Uh, Instagram, I guess there's like some kind of a dance that she does. Everybody's trying to imitate the dance. Yeah. So clearly it's getting the views. I don't know. Whatever, man. Bye-bye. Uh, Kira Knightley. Yes. Remember her? Mm-hmm. We haven't seen her in a while, have we? No. Uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah, some underground kind of horror movie where she's in like a bunker with a, some people and shows her kids. Yes. Uh, it's called The Hole. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Oddly enough. She was in it with um, Desmond Harrington. Um, the The frumpy chick um thora birch oh and basically they get in there and they realize they can't get out but then at the end well i'm not gonna bore you with the details uh she is now starring in the boston strangler for all you true crime fans um oh she was in a uh like a horror-esque uh, christmas movie here within the last say two three years oh yeah yeah i don't know it's pretty good okay good for her glad she's still got a career because it seemed like she kind of fell off the map Ish. <laughs> after Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah, and that Domino movie. Remember that? Oh boy. Yeah, that yeah. was that was bad. Uh, are you ready for another Hellboy movie? I haven't seen the last. I think I haven't seen the last one. I haven't seen the uh, what's his name, David Harbor. That's one. the one I've not seen. Me neither. I've seen all. I saw there was two Ron, Ron Perlman, Perlman's, right? I've seen those. Yeah. Uh, so is it going to be him again? No, because this is actually going to be a prequel. Hellboy: hmm. The Crooked Man. Uh, it's got a. It's got an official R rating, and this is a prequel to when Hellboy was like a rookie with the BP hmm. BRPD or whatever it is. Yeah. So that's exciting. I'll actually probably watch it. It's got a rate. It's a rated R. So. There's only one reason I haven't watched uh, the David. The new one, David yeah. Harbor one. Yeah. Why is that? Him. You don't like him? <laughs> no, I don't. Okay. Well, I thought it was pretty good. I liked him. Okay, and um, Stranger Things. N- well, Stranger Things, but uh, Violent Night. I don't agree. Well, politically, I don't line up with him. He's very outspoken. Yes, I get that. You can't. Just, I wish just everybody be quiet. Just shut the hell up, everybody. Yes. We don't care. God. Um, how about this? You ready for another Silent Hill movie? I am. Return to Silent that Hill. That was genuine excitement. I could tell. You, that, were, you came up enough. That doesn't happen. I am, is what you said. <laughs> I am. Uh, Return to Silent Hill begins filming next month. Cool. Christoph Gans coming back to re- oh, returning to no, direct. Wait. He directed the first okay. Silent Hill. He also directed Brotherhood of the Wolf, which we talked about a couple mm-hmm. of weeks ago. Uh, I'm excited for that. Yeah, I look good. forward to that. Yeah. And lastly, it looks like Bloomhouse has launched Bloomhouse Games, uh, bringing us original horror video games. Okay. Uh, no 
set releases or titles or anything like it's that. It's going to be 90% jump scares. <laughs> probably. Yeah. Probably. It's going to be just a black screen. Yeah. And you're going to have to, and every now and then a face is going to pop out. <laughs> It'll be like Skinnamarink with jump scares. Uh, yeah, Skinnamarink didn't really have any jump scares. No. <laughs> just gave me a headache from squinting at the screen for an hour and a half. And that is all we have on the listener mail, my friend. Are you ready for some listener mail? Yes. Let's do it. Listener mail. You got it, man. Let's kick things off down in Burbank. I think, or was it Bakersfield? Bakersfield, now that I think about it, here comes Tony. Hi. I'm sure he's got some shit to talk. He always does. Subject line, calm down and have another line of Coke. Think he's talking to me or you? Probably <laughs> probably both of us. I think he's talking about this movie. <laughs> that could be it too, yeah. Greetings, padded room. Not a lot of time for Darian's bullshit this week, so let's get to it. The Gansfield Haunting Review. <laughs> Okay, I'm going to get kicked in the ass. It's it's fine. I, I uh, probably deserve it. It was a movie. It was definitely a movie. Is Rumor Willis supposed to be attractive? Sometimes she's okay, sometimes she's not. This would be one of the times she's not. Also, are we supposed to be doing schoolwork or having a threesome? Did Billy Zane owe the producer a favor? What the hell was that? And Dominic Purcell has fallen a long way from Blade Trinity. Three on a meat hook, home invasion. Number three, knock, knock. It's a good one. I will watch anything Eli Roth does. You can beat it to this movie. It's not true horror, but it's worth it. Two, funny games, the original one. Uh, Sure. And number one, high tension. Can't go wrong with a blowjob from a decapitated head. Works Uh, for me. Yeah. I, I, I would give knock, knock an honorable mention. because Well, I can you really call it a home invasion if you let them in, though? Because he let him in. He was like, yeah, come on in. You can dry off. And by the way, here's my cock. I suppose. <laughs> so it's not. It's more like a home invitation than right. a home invasion. <laughs> Very horny home, home invitation. <clears throat> uh, to be fair, though, I would totally let those ch- two chicks in. They could come in while my wife was here. Come on in, ladies. <laughs> we'll, we'll figure it out. What do you need? A ride? Some roof and all? You got it. Uh, for educating Ms. Darian, you, you, ma'am, are the Chernobyl Diaries. You are correct, Tony. Not a great movie, but it's better than The Gansfield Haunting. Yeah, I would probably agree with you. That's it, Tony. Uh, following up with, uh, Tony's little comment. I will show you this picture. Okay. And you tell me if she's supposed to be attractive. That is a hideous beast. That is not a flattering picture. It is a hideous beast. <laughs> that is not a flattering She's picture. She's ugly. That's a bad picture. That is that- Okay, well, that was an hour and a half of a bad picture. Oh, stop it right now. If she didn't if she wasn't physically in good shape, she looked great in a bra. She would case. have zero physical redeeming qualities. I would I would buy her a drink, take her out to a nice dinner. <laughs> Probably at a Chinese restaurant, and then depending on her level of willingness, probably have sex with her in the backseat of my car, which is a very small car. (laughs) Take her out for a nice seafood dinner. That's right. Uh, Right on, Tone. Thanks for writing in. And uh, Tony, let me know if you want a um, um, travel mug and a t-shirt, and let us know what we're doing for March. Birdemic. 
please trilogy. Please let it be the Birdemic trilogy. Uh, let's get back here to Reno, Nevada. Here comes the cowboy. You know the reason why I want him to pick Birdemic. Because you want me to watch Birdemic? Because I want to. Because I need a reason to justify buying that box set. Just buy the fucking box. <laughs> How much is the box set? It can't Thirty-five be bucks. Just buy the fucking box. I'll buy it for you. How about that? <laughs> it's sad. I don't even want the movies. I just want the box because it it moves <laughs> and his little wings flap. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> uh, here comes the cowboy. Subject line: Knock knock. Evening padded room. Hope everyone is doing mel- well and made it in tonight. Really quick meat hook with home invasion movies. Uh, without including ones on lists already, like Your Next and The Collector, which are f- fantastic movies, I'm going three, Wolves at the Door. Hmm, seen that one? Nope. Me neither. Two, The Owners. I have seen that one. That one's... Rings a bell. It's got uh, Arya Stark in it. Oh. She's like a... I, sk- I don't think I watched it. She's like a skanky... Uh, yeah, it's weird. She's like smoking cigarettes and stuff. Are her eyebrows still out of control? They are, yeah. And uh, she's permed up, too. And number one, knock, knock. Started to watch Jeepers Creepers Reborn, but I fell asleep. Happens when working overnight and trying to watch after work. No clue on Educate this week, but I haven't really had time to think on it. Hope everyone has a great week. Catch on the flip, cowboy. Right on, cowboy. Thanks for, thanks for writing in, dudes. Uh, we got some voicemails here, Mr. Harrell. Okay. Let's start things off in glamorous downtown Anderson, Indiana, Jason. <laughs> I hear it's glamorous. I hear it's wonderful this time of year. I'm sure. Here comes Cooper. Good evening, Darian. What's going Jason on, Cooper? Hey. Hope all is well. So uh, the three on the meat hook was, um, I don't know what it was that. Home was invasion. The, uh, home invasion yes sir so for number three i i went ahead and uh i got fear that old mark Wahlberg movie and uh reese weatherspoon oh, finger bangs her on the roller coaster that's, that's pretty yeah. nice <laughs> i thought that was a pretty decent one sure uh for two the the old i know they redid it i've not seen the uh the remake at uh when a stranger calls ah. and then uh for number one there's one um called the long night it was kind of wild Long night. Um, oh, and uh, for yeah. educate, are you uh, the Chernobyl Diaries? You got me, Coop. Uh, kind of sound. I think I've seen that. And that's kind of what it sounds like. That's exactly anyway. it, my friend. So uh, that's really all I've got, man. Uh, can't wait for the next show. See you guys. You got it. Thanks, brother. Um, the Long Night wasn't that the one with Scout Taylor Compton, where the cult is trying to get into the house and they've all got like animal skulls on. Just came out this year, isn't it? Uh, <clears throat> I see like <clears throat> four or five movies. I'm sure. Name that. I don't see that one. Let me pull up Scout Taylor Compton. I'm pretty sure. Maybe that was The Dark Night. No. That the was, Last Night? That could be it. Scout Taylor Compton Halloween. Uh, Halloween, blah, blah, blah. Allegoria. Allegoria. <laughs> the Long Night from 2022. Yes, sir. I think that's the one you're talking about there, Coop. That's a good one. I like that one a lot. Um, what else did he... Uh, the, uh, have you ever seen When a Stranger Calls, the original one? Mm, I think so. Um, Long time ago. The first 25 minutes are rock solid. Mm-hmm. That's the whole... 
threatening phone calls, the kids are upstairs, have you checked the children? Once we get out of that, it gets very stupid very fast. <laughs> and it gets into like this weird crime, true crime thing, and yeah. guy gets bullied in a bar. and a whole, It's very stupid. <laughs> now, the first 25 minutes are pretty solid. Did you ever see the remake? Yeah. That, I feel like, was better than the original. <clears throat> I don't remember the original enough to say it was better or not. The remake was, <clears throat> I think, better because... Instead, it was, ba- all right. it was all right. Yeah, it basically drew that out, that opening mm-hmm. 20 minutes over the course of a couple of weeks where she's getting threatening letters and then phone calls and then the big night where she's babysitting and then, oh, the calls are coming from inside the house. The problem with it was that it was like in this palatial mansion, yeah, like 350 rooms, and she's getting <laughs> lost without the phone calls. Sure. Very silly, man. Uh, neither one of those movies were that great. But whatever. Right on, Coop. Thanks for calling in. Uh, here comes from the land of Alabama, <clears throat> the king of the cha-cha. Alan is in the house. Boom! What's up? What's up, Alan? Everybody's doing good. We're alive. I want to know what kind of gun Jason's getting. Uh, me too. Anyway, I don't think uh, he's made a decision. meat hook. I'm gonna go number three. Last house on the left okay. from the seventies. Sure. Number two. I'm gonna go inside. And number one. It's this movie. I think it was like a Hollywood video exclusive huh. or whatever. Um. It was it's called Killers, and it was about these two brothers who were like serial killers who break out of prison, and they end up at taking this family hostage, but the family, like the dad turns out he had been a Green Beret, and there's all kind of like <laughs> fucked up stuff going on, and the tables like really get turned. All right. Um, it's really good. It's been a long time since I've seen it. to check that one out. I don't even have some print anymore, but I loved it. Uh, and Mr. Derry and your Chernobyl Diaries. You got me. Talk to y'all later. Bye. Later, man. Good news, Jason just found a steelbook. Killers, <laughs> 1982. <laughs> <clears throat> uh, an entry, well, fairly entry-level uh, AR. Uh, probably a Smith & Wesson M&P 15 Sport 2. Okay. What was the Smith & Wesson, huh? Uh, well, once I saw the price tag, I horribly misread the price tag on what uh, Dusty was telling That's us. That's so. the problem with Glocks. I'm like, that you're yeah. going to pay for it. <clears throat> I'm like, uh, I'll pass on. No, it, he was talking about a. Oh, I can't remember the brand name. Huh. Um, mm, can't recall. Okay. But the the Smith and Wesson. It was about fifteen hundred bucks for the AR he was talking about. Oh, for the AR. Okay, <clears throat> right on. <clears throat> Well, that is all we have on the list. Uh, Last House on the Left. Would you call that home invasion? I think of it more as a rape revenge situation. Well, I mean, I guess you could kind of subgenre it. I don't think you can call it a home invasion if you invite them in. That's my personal opinion. Because, I mean, the parents did invite the, the killers in once. Yeah, I get you. Then they figured out, oh, God, I got the worst ass chewing of my life. For letting my, my neighbor... I, when I was a kid, I had the, the bookshelf full of horror movies. Mm-hmm. And by kid, I mean younger than my son is now. He's eight. Yeah. And my parents just were basically uh, absentee landlords. So neighbors would come spend the night. They'd start looking at my bookcase. Ooh, what's that about? Ooh. And I'm like, oh, they uh, rape these chicks and make them piss their pants. It's kind of boring, really. Do we watch it? Oh, <laughs> yeah, sure. Pop it in. Like... Like that was like Friday night. Wednesday, my mom gets a phone call. You know what he did? You know what my son is complaining about? You know what your little Satanist did? Like, well, they said they wanted to watch it and put it on. Can't be showing that to the neighbors. 
Right on, man. You got anything for Alan, Cowboy, Tony, or uh, Cooper? Love you. Love you guys. You ready to get into a movie? Yeah. Oh, it's going to be a long one. So, did you figure out what you're dressing up as tomorrow? He wants to dress up as a real guy who murdered nine people last year. Oh, you're not doing that. That's just a costume. You think that guy's still out there? What's up with you and this clown all of a sudden? You're like obsessed. They never found his body. What if he decides to come back here? I wouldn't worry about it. Wait a minute. Aren't you that guy from the costume shop? Sir, what are you doing? It wasn't me. He was covered in blood on his shirt and his hands when he got here. I'm telling you it was him, Allie. Right down to the little black dot on the tip of his nose. You're really weird, you know that? I believe him. About what? Something really bad's gonna happen tonight. No, I, I know when Jonathan's lying, okay? I, I could hear it in his voice. Something's, something's wrong. Look, we're gonna have fun. Mm-hmm. Stress-free environment. Yep. Speaking of surprises, kids, we have a very special guest with us today. All the way from Miles County, please welcome Art the Clown! Yes, sir, Mr. Harrell. Yes, indeed. It is Terrifier 2. Yep, you're all up to speed now. I am. Um, well, I don't know that I am, but I'll get into that in a second. Uh, it's Terrifier 2 from 2022, and it is going to have, um, goddamn, some stars here. Uh, 6.2 stars on IMDb. Uh, it's written and directed by Damien Leone. Stars Lauren Lavera. Jason. Mm-hmm. Holy cow. Got a new girlfriend? I do. And I wish... This coming from a gay man. That's impressive. I know. She'll turn you straight. <laughs> she'll tu- she'll remember, make you remember what you liked about boobies. Uh, David Horton, David Howard Thornton and Jenna Kendall. Uh, this one's got a hard R rating. And uh, I got a kill count of about seven on this, but I may be <clears> off. <throat> um, so we have to, again, assume inmates that you have seen the first terrifier um now the thing i don't understand or that i might be missing i read the imdb trivia about this movie and it said that art has been featured in five films Hmm, i thought it was four i got four is there a fifth one that i'm not um so i watched rewatched this today okay uh with commentary and uh he mentioned a movie Okay. That I just assumed, I don't remember the name of it, but uh, I just assumed that it was that All Hallows Eve. Yeah. Uh, well, that's the name of it right there. Right. Um, so maybe maybe there was another one mentioned, huh. but, but I thought that I thought it was just the four. Me, or, or, or wait, no, we've got uh, Terrifier one and two. Right. All Hallows Eve. Eve. All Hallows Eve two. Oh, I, was he in that though? I think so. 
Hmm. Can't say for sure. I know he's definitely in the first one. Okay. Other two movies, I have no idea. Anyway, um, so this one actually picks up exactly where the first one left off. Well, maybe like a day or two later. Because we have, if you remember at the end of the first one, uh, Art got shot in the head by Vicky, or what was left of Vicky. And then that was the, that was his untimely demise. Uh, so now we're going to pick up with him in the coroner's office, or his dead body, I should say, in the coroner's office, uh, getting processed. And this is about the time he's going to pop right back up, Michael Myers style, and uh, just tear the fuck out of the coroner. Yep. And that's pretty much what he does. That's exactly what he does. Uh, really just <clears throat> uh, lays into him, uh, like gouges his eyes out with the scalpel. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, what I, one of the, my favorite like features of the Terrifier films, all practical effects. Mm-hmm. So you can see the schmutz. They did have uh, – he did mention uh, – um, he did mention uh, a technique uh, using um, like compositing that I didn't even know was a thing. So uh, as they've got like the prosthetic head, uh-huh. they actually like superimpose the guy's actual face, oh. acting face. Oh, and they do this through norm, uh, several victims. Wow. They like, he, 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 there's one where you can't even see the face, but they actually put the girl's eye Huh. Where, where the prosthetic eye would be okay. just to give it that much more like realism and personality. Wow. That's cool. It is cool. That's very cool. Uh, kills the corner, gruesome fashion. Um, this is a two, almost a two and a half hour long movie. Mm-hmm. And a lot of it is just bludgeoning and choking <laughs> and stabbing. And giggling. And giggling and otherwise annoying. Yeah. <laughs> people so i'm gonna spare you all the gruesome details needless to say he kills the uh coroner fills up a garbage bag full of medical implements and other things that can be used as drywall nails drywall nails <laughs> rusty uh, cleavers yeah took a bone saw a couple of scalpels i think he threw like a handful of broken glass in there and uh off he goes mm-hmm. uh very cool he's now out and on the loose now we're gonna cut to what i have to assume is at least one year later right because it's approaching Halloween. The first movie took place on Halloween night. Now we're approaching another Halloween, so it has to be at least one year. I think all of this is supposed to transpire on the same night. It's supposed to pick up direct. If I'm not mistaken, it's supposed to pick up directly after he's been hauled off to the morgue. Okay. Um, so it's it's that same night. I, I don't think it can be. Because the first movie took place on Halloween night. Second movie... They're at least October 30th because she's got to let a like build her her cosplay thing and all mm-hmm. that to go to the Halloween party, which I assume is also on Halloween. So he's just lurking in a sewer like Michael Myers for a year, waiting for Halloween to well, roll. Well, we around. did see some sewer lur- lurking where he was watching <laughs> TV and hanging out with his little girlfriend there. Anyway, uh, from there he busts out of the uh, um, coroner's office, mm-hmm. goes straight to the local laundromat. Uh, does a load this laundry mat, buddy? I don't know what the hell kind of soap they were using, but they got his clown suit like spick and span. And that, what, that OxyClean ain't no joke. <laughs> I guess not. I got to get me some. Uh, you get just he comes out of there. Uh, there's like a guy asleep in the laundry mat, mm-hmm. but while he's there naked, uh, hanging on the uh, the disgusting uh, little bench there, out pops a little clown girl. And she's just as creepy and just as fantastic, like doing that weird stare smile thing that Art yeah. does so well. 
And she's doing it to him. Mm-hmm. And she's making him feel uncomfortable. Uh, after a while, he like gives her a nervous wave, and then she waves, and then they come over and play patty cake. Neither one of these two says a word the entire movie. I love it. Mm-hmm. Uh, unfortunately, th- th- our, our sleeper guy comes to, and this is where we realize that the clown girl doesn't actually exist. It's all in Art's head. Because uh, there's a naked clown playing patty cake with somebody <laughs> that isn't there. <laughs> Covered in blood, mind you. Um he, of course, kills the uh, the sleeper guy with a broomstick to the head, and off he goes. From there, I guess we just have to hang out for a year while he's fashioning things in the sewer and watching TV. Somehow he's got a TV down there that he can watch. And from there, we're going to get some callbacks to Terrifier 1. We see the uh, interview with the horribly disfigured Vicky, mm-hmm. uh, or bits and pieces of it and things like that. See, so... It has to be at least a year because Vicky was the victim in the first Terrifier movie. And now yeah. she's doing like TV spots. That's true. And she is all jacked up, dude. She was jacked up in the first movie too. But I think she looks worse in this one than she did the last yeah, one. Yeah, well, they had a few more bucks. Uh, yeah, obviously. Yeah, she's all, she looks like uh, Skeletor if you <laughs> threw a coat of uh, peach paint on her <laughs> and one mysterious eyeball that yeah. somehow <laughs> survived. Uh, nasty. Uh, he's getting all pissed off every time he sees this uh, interview, so he's all fired up. Now we're going to cut to our protagonist. Uh, we have a single mom in a suburban family. Now, what I really liked about this movie is that it felt so 80s. And if it wasn't for mentioning things like Ubers or seeing the iPhones pop out here yeah. and there, I would have swore this took place in the 80s, starting with the suburban home. Shag carpeting, you don't see that anymore. Had the wood paneling on the walls. God help you if you have that in your house. (laughs) I Um, grew up surrounded by that stuff. I had one room in my uh, condo down on Neal Road that had the wood paneling. Yeah. And uh, I don't know why, but it was a rental, and when we rented it, it had one room with wood paneling. Weird. (laughs) Our entire house was just (laughs) misery-inducing, dark, so dark, uh, wood paneling. Nice. The worst. Um, But other than that, like, even, like, as we get into the movie further and, like, the night scenes, the way they're shot and lit, very 80s. Um, We're going to meet the the family. We have the single mom. She's stressed out. We're going to find out that dad... Had some mental issues and uh, committed suicide some time ago. We have the older sister. Her name is Sienna. She is played by Lauren Lavera, Jason. And here's a fun fact for you. I pulled my dick almost clean off. <laughs> that is a fun Lauren fact for Lavera. me. <laughs> I had a lot of fun with that fact. Her character name comes from Bob Ross. Sienna. Oh, Sienna. Yeah. Yeah, because, I see that. because it was, uh, Dame, what is it, Damien Leone? Yeah. Yeah. Um, he said that he named her after Bob Ross because he loved hearing Bob Ross talk about burnt sienna. Burnt sienna. Um, I feel I'm pretty sure there's some chicks named Sienna. Actual chicks running around today. Sure, I could see that. Uh, what else? And we have the uh, younger brother Jonathan, who's struggling. I would say <laughs> is the easiest way to put it. He's uh, he's a bit of an outsider at school and. Uh, He's got like a morbid fascination, you know, watches a lot of horror movies. They're talking about this big Halloween party coming up. Sienna is a budding young cosplayer, and she's putting together her own costume. Uh, Jonathan would like to go as Art the Clown, 
or as they call call it in the movie, the Miles Valley Massacre or something like that, or Mill Valley Massacre. Not sure. Miles, some kind of massacre. Unfortunately, and it was kind of weird with watching it with the commentary, it completely turns off all of the other audio. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's weird. So it was just him talking. Oh, okay. And he was nobody else with him. Oh. Uh, luckily, he doesn't shut up. Oh, perfect. So he, he spoke the entire two and a half hours. Who was it, Damien Leon? Yeah. Oh, nice. Sound like he, sound like it. But I, I kind of like it when they do that, and I can still kind of hear the movie. Yeah. Luckily, the subtitles worked. Did, did, did it sound like he was not a complete fuckface? Because I've listened to commentary with other movies, and like... By the half hour mark, I'm like, I can't, I can't tolerate you fucking assholes. I actually, I mean, he kind of had that, uh, like upstate New York kind of, kind of thing, New okay. Jersey ish going on. Like the accent. Yeah. Okay. But other than that, no, seem, seem okay. like our kind of people. For example, I listened to the, the commentary on Phantasm three. <laughs> I know. Just I know. Need, needed to get more insight to Phantasm Phantasm three. <laughs> And all it was was Michael Baldwin talking shit about James LaGrosse, who took over his role in Phantasm 2. Yeah. And after like the half hour mark, I'm like, fuck you. I turned it off. I still own Phantasm. Yeah, no, this was actually a good commentary. Right um, Because he was very appreciative to backers. Nice. To, they got the movie. He, was, he loved every actor. Nice. Uh, had nothing but positive things to say about him and then gave tons of great insight to like the production and stuff. I love that about him. Yeah, that's good. good. That's good. T- good stuff there. Uh, so, yeah, we got this kind of troubled family. Um, so Sienna spends all night putting together her, her cosplay costume situation. She's going to be uh, some kind of warrior angel situation. Yeah, kind of like a Valkyrie it in a way. Very Wonder Woman-esque, but way sexier, if you ask me. Uh, spray paint, um, silicone molds of things, and uh, <laughs> a whole feather uh, wing thing mm-hmm. apparatus that she's going to put on her back. Very exciting. Um, Lots of cleavage for you. Oh, yes. <laughs> Big fan of that, Chase. <laughs> you don't say. <laughs> uh, she goes to sleep that night, finally, and she we jump right into a very strange nightmare sequence. Mm-hmm. And... Um, I don't have a lot of complaints about this movie, but the length was a bit of a thing. And some of these sequences, I feel like we could have taken a good chunk out of. This one being one of them. Uh, Basically, she jumps into the filming. Her nightmare takes her inside the filming of a commercial for the Clown Cafe. And uh, I guess it's supposed to be some Art the Clown themed restaurant where... Um, I, I couldn't tell you. Uh, I, I got that song stuck in my head, though. Food is kind of funny at the Clown Cafe. <laughs> that just goes on and on and on. And there's like a chick playing a banjo, and there's like a weird playground situation. And then from there, it kind of morphs into, from a commercial into like a full-on talk show. And Art the Clown comes out, and he's like, hey! And everybody is cheering and applauding, and then he drives around and high-fives everybody on a... It it was a very long nightmare sequence. It was. It was. It, we're probably looking at eight to ten minutes, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I think there were a lot of um, of the Indiegogo backers. Yeah. Being kind of shoehorned into. Oh yeah. Getting their camera time. Sure, I could see that. Oh, I would love to do that. Oh, for sure. Uh, I would probably. Yeah, I would probably just be like 
guy in window or something <laughs> like that. Hey, you see that? That's my ear. <laughs> <laughs> Knew I should have gave more than $5. Shit. Could have got that bigger kit. Uh, anyway, this goes on and on and on. And then eventually um, Art comes out and kills everybody. And then uh, he lights the banjo player on fire. And uh, she's still playing the banjo and dancing around while she's on fire. It's kind of weird. And about that time, Sienna wakes up and she realizes that her cosplay angel wings have caught in fire. And now smoke alarms are going off and mom's running in with a fire extinguisher. Now, the, the situation between Sienna and Jonathan and her mom is already kind of stressed because no dad and weirdo kids. But uh, this really puts a further strain on the relationship. So it... So, based upon the commentary, so the first time I watched this, um, I I did feel that se- that sequence was a little bit too long. Yeah, uh, it was more perplexing. There's several things in here that are quite perplexing. Okay, um, like why the fuck is that happening? Yeah, um, which is weird for a movie like this to even have to question. But he did give some some insight to some of these things. Okay, and. I'll probably fuck them up, but okay. for the for the most part, this was her. You remember how at the end of the sequence she crams her hand down into the box of cereal? Yes, RDOs or whatever the yes. hell they are. Um, so apparently, this was her being presented the challenge. Okay. Uh, so he's he's Damien Leon said he preferred that everybody just pick and choose their own story or like, you know, kind of come up with the meaning of things. He said, but when he wrote it, this is the story. Okay. So she was basically the only one that could defeat him. Okay. But had she not fought, challenged him back and fought back within that dream sequence, then she basically would have, she wouldn't have been strong enough. She wouldn't have been, she wouldn't have proved her worth to fight him and to challenge him. So that was kind of her acceptance of the quest. Okay. So I wonder then if the other background players or whatever they were, were also being challenged, but failed to live up to his standards. A lot of them were, uh, he gave insight to like a lot of them. Um, and like some of them like were, had, other roles like within the previous movie maybe oh. or other um and or they were represented certain certain attributes of sienna herself oh um so he said he said next to nothing that is on camera doesn't have meaning so okay. he actually has a lot more meaning in the movie oh, good Lord. than you would pick up <laughs> okay, on great. if you didn't listen to it. Okay, shit. Now I got to watch it again and actually think about it? Fuck. <laughs> All right. It did at least clarify some stuff for me. Okay, very cool. Anyway, she wakes up the next morning, uh, well, after, you know, getting yelled and screamed at by her mom for almost like, her mom's convinced that she fell asleep with her candles lit and that caught the wings on fire and all that. Uh, big, big, uh, fight the next morning. Uh, everybody goes to school eventually. Uh, when they get to school, Jonathan, uh, happens upon a dead muskrat. Possum. Possum. Sure. And him and his a-hole friends are like poking it with a stick. Very scary. Very creepy. Um, from there they go into their class. Jonathan starts seeing the little clown girl running up and down the halls. So he goes out there to, to look for her. Happens upon her and Art the Clown, like, 
uh, fidgeting about with the dead possum in the middle of the hallway. Mm-hmm. He's like, hey, what the hell? So they throw the, the possum at him, and then they disappear. And then one of the teachers comes out, and she's like, oh, my God, what are you doing, you jerk? And now, of course, he's covered in possum blood, and there's possum blood all over the place. So he gets sent home and yelled at by his mom, as he probably should. Uh, now, I guess we're in co- we have to be in college, right? I thought it was high school. Well, they're buying drinks at a bar. So, I mean, I know. I don't, I don't want to overthink this, but. Girls always get drinks easier than guys. That's true, especially these ones. I would buy it them it may have been wanted. college for all I know. Yeah, I don't think it matters. Really. Yeah, I don't think. They-, <laughs> they are in a school institution or situation. And uh, it's lunchtime, and Sienna's having lunch with her friends, and they mention uh, the interview with Vicky from the first Terrifier, and they find out that uh, they break the news that after the interview, Vicky went batshit crazy and assaulted the uh the interviewer yeah the tv host or mm-hmm. whoever it was uh fucked her all up too now the chick that played the tv host i forget her name but she was also the main actress in all hollows eve hmm. in the wraparound so we'll recognize her um not that it really matters but once they break that news to sienna she like goes into a mild panic attack and has to go run away and like breathe it out like, okay, calm down, calm down, everything's cool. And then she tells them about the uh, nightmare she had the night before, and they're like, oh, my God, that's crazy. No wonder you're traumatized, especially since your dad killed yourself a couple years, killed himself a couple years ago. Like, hey, shut the fuck up, bitch, Jesus. Um, so this is the night, the day before the big Halloween party. The Halloween party's this night, the upcoming night. So it is Halloween. Uh, they go home. Um, they're getting ready for the party, but on the way home, they stop at a spirit, what I could only assume is a spirit Halloween store or some other Halloween like costume shop. Costume shop. Mm-hmm. And uh, her and her friend Allie. Now, this is, I don't, again, not to nitpick, but the act, acting ability of the chick that played Allie, <laughs> not very good. Man. Is Allie the one that stays home? Yes. Okay. She's the one that gets. Uh, broken and tortured and mm-hmm. salt smeared in her wounds and all that stuff um Allie just kind of vanishes once they get inside the the halloween store uh from there art pops up they're in the halloween store and he does a pretty good job of just basically annoying yeah <laughs> i mean she's all freaked out because she saw him in her dream the other night but he's just like creepily staring at her and then he's like obnoxiously trying on sunglasses. And the poor schmuck that works there is like, oh, this fucking asshole. <laughs> one of these guys. And one of these guys. It's almost good. So I got 15 minutes to close and this jerkwad shows up. And then Art finds himself a, uh, what do you call that? A little bike Bicycle horn, horn right? Yeah. <laughs> the part where he is, he's got it like point blank up to her ears. And she is frozen <laughs> She's in off. fright. Please don't. Don't. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> um, she pay, She gets like a cheap replica wing set and pays for it and leaves. Uh, and then Art is left there with the guy that works there. And he would like to purchase the, the horn. Yeah. So the guy's like, all right, 10 bucks. And then Art jumps into his garbage bag and just starts pulling out random filthy weapon du jour bloody coins a couple yeah. of couple of bloody dollars some nails nails broken glass 
pulls out an empty beer bottle and sets it on the on the thing. Eventually, he does come up with like nine bucks or so. <laughs> but then the guy's like, you know what? Just get the fuck out of here. And then Art, of course, kills him, smashes the beer bottle on his mm-hmm. face, and then stabs him in the eye socket with the uh, jagged beer bottle, yeah. which is pretty cool. You know what I would have liked to have seen mm-hmm. is with that jammed into his eye, the propulsion of blood shooting out of out the of neck the, of the bottle. That would be pretty sweet, yeah. Um, and then eventually cuts his head off. And in a really cool move, takes the severed head and goes and stand in, stands in the window as mm-hmm. if he were one of the displays. <laughs> yeah. And the kids are walking by going, oh, cool. <laughs> there is a certain panache to this movie, Jason. Oh, yeah. Uh, so that's great. Now it's time to go home and get uh, get ready for the party. Uh, we do that. Mom breaks the news to Sienna about Jonathan getting kicked out of school. Big fight between the three of them, sort of. Um, Jonathan is grounded. He's not going out uh, trick-or-treating tonight with his friends. Uh, Sienna still gets to go to the party, though. While that's going on, we're going to cut across town to her friend Allie's house. Uh, Allie is already receiving trick-or-treaters. I have never in my life, Jason, gone trick-or-treating while the sun was still up. Have you? Uh, we've gotten a, f- a couple of trick-or-treaters before. Really? Yeah. Me, none. I've never been trick-or-treating when I was a kid while the sun was up, and we've never had the doorbell ring while the sun was up once yeah. I became a homeowner. So I don't I don't understand that. Why would you do that? I mean, I get it. You want to be safe and all, but isn't that part of Halloween? I think it's just a, you know, you don't want to have to fuck with your kids past seven. Oh, I keep them up all night. <laughs> Deacon, wake up! That's we got you. another movie starting. Come on, man. Uh, so that happens. Uh, a couple of trick-or-treaters. She passes out the candy. Eventually, Art himself shows up, uh, rings the doorbell with his big shit-eating grin and disgusting garbage garbage bag, and uh, she's wanting to get rid of him because he's a grown-ass man. So they go back and forth. Uh, he rings the doorbell like three or four times, and she keeps telling him to fuck off. And then eventually she's like, if I give you candy, will you go away? And he's like, yeah. So she throws some candy at him and slams the door, but then he's already inside the house, Jason. Which brings us to my next question. What the hell is Art the Clown? He's clearly not just like your run-of-the-mill crazy fucking guy, right? Can't be. You can, he survived a, a, shot, a shot to the head. Correct. And um, what? So it's apparently... Demon? From the, Well, all he said was... From the moment that he was resurrected, chosen and resurrected, that's when he became supernatural. Okay. But so. Not, you know, it doesn't really get branded with like an entity name. Right. But uh, at that point, he is immortal. Okay. So in the first movie, he was just a crazy guy. Right. Okay. That makes that makes To the best of my sense. understanding. Sure. Yeah. Uh, he's already in the house. And, uh, you know, you a quick, quick little cat and mouse game throughout the the. Uh, suburban home then he he captures her um i think we i i'm just gonna have to paraphrase this as best <laughs> i can but he like uh slashes her up pretty good uh breaks her arm off like not cuts her arm off snaps but literally it in half, snaps tear, it in half tears it off tears uh, it in half yeah uh degloves half her face there is that <laughs> scalps her somehow she lives through all this and remains conscious which is quite impressive that's <laughs> oh, that's a tough bitch right there the best oh he rubs uh salt <laughs> and gets salt and, and bleach <laughs> yes 
and then like pins her up to the bed. I like somebody that takes you know pride in the quality of their work. He was having fun with it. Yeah, is what it was. You could tell he's like a kid <laughs> in the school or a kid in the candy, candy store. store. Yeah. But uh, eventually, and I'm, we're cutting back and forth here. Her mom comes home to find her horribly mangled, yet somehow still alive. Uh, kind of a thing. And then Art is like just sitting on her bed, just happy as a pig and shit. <laughs> and then uh, we don't really see what happens to mom other than some trick-or-treaters ring the doorbell and Art goes and gives them candy out of uh, mom's severed head. Mm-hmm. So Yeah, he Leon said... Uh, he said, I don't know if that's ever been done in the movie, but he said, whether it has or hasn't, I just had I had this vision where they had to trick-or-treat out of her skull. And I'm like, I think it's beautiful. I, th- I liked it. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. Uh, so that's pretty gnarly. Now we're going to cut back to um, Sienna. We get a very cool getting ready for the party cosplay montage, mm-hmm. which includes some back boob. <laughs> and like a little bit of like a 45 degree side, side boob. boob yeah i like to think that that was actually um lauren lavera in the shower i hope it was because she is a shapely young lady and i would like to see her naked at some point um never would have thought that what that you would like to see her naked I am a heterosexual most of the time, Jason. I don't know if you're aware. Uh, my re- beside, d- despite my reputation, <laughs> so despite my grinder account, <laughs> despite a lot of things, um, so she's all done up in her avenging angel situation. Something that we didn't mention is that I guess when her dad died, he left her a gladius. A like Roman sword. Mm-hmm. Uh, she is not including that in the cosplay. It's staying at home. But it did not catch fire uh, when, when right. the wings caught on fire. Which I don't think a sword would. I mean, well, it had a wooden handle. Is that what it was? Yeah. Okay. Uh, regardless, it's still there. Uh, she is not going to take that to the party, but she looks fucking banging in that little costume, my friend. Um, she gets she gets up, she gets out, she gets a, catches a ration of shit from her mom. You're going to get drunk, you little bitch. Meh. And she's like, I'm going anyway. So she takes off and goes to the party. Meh. Meh. <laughs> that was my... That's how me and my I parents... I thought Cartman was here cosplaying. <laughs> no, Dad. Meh. It's my hot body. I do what I want. Cheesy poop. <laughs> she gets to the party with her friend Brooke, who I think was supposed to be a slutty pirate, but... Had like a weird vampire thing going on at the same time. Uh, they get there and they go to the bar, which appears to be like a cash bar, like a you know some kind of a nightclub situation, and buy drinks, which was what led me to believe these were at least college girls. But I don't know that maybe they just had fake IDs or something. Um, they uh, get like a, a shot and a beer, and then they start dancing around. And it was pretty obvious at this point that uh, either Sienna had never had a drop of alcohol her whole life or somebody was looking to roofie her besides me. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) That's what we find out. Brooke put some Molly, I think, in her drink. Mm -hmm. And now she's like floating around the party, touching things. And it's beautiful. You're just so beautiful. I feel this. I want to live here. Oh. (laughs) 
And Brooke is like, hey, bitch, I put Molly in your drink. And she's like, what? That's so rude. She's like, no, I'm trying to make you happy and get you over that weird spaz attack you had earlier. It's like, oh, I'm just going to call Allie. Allie's not answering. I need to talk to I'm going to text your mom. And then Sienna's mom calls because Jonathan has a freak out and hauls ass out of the house. Uh, he call, calls her a bitch, too, which gets him a karate chop to the face yep. from mom. As it probably should. Nice, I imagine nice my, little smack. Yeah, I probably would have got smacked too if I called my mom a bitch. Um, he go, just goes hauling ass out of the, the house. But the thing, there's this whole backstory about the dad having a sketchbook that went missing after his death. Jonathan had it the whole time. Uh, t- tonight he decides to break it out and start flipping through the pages. He finds a bunch of pictures of Art the Clown. Or as they call him, the Mills Millside Massacre Clown, or whatever it was, and a newspaper clipping with the girl who is known as like the Pale Girl. Yes, Art's little sidekick, sidekick there. Yeah. And then we have uh, a bunch of sketches that Dad drew of basically Sienna's cosplay character. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of which has her holding the head of some kind of a demon thing, which is kind of cool. So Jonathan is putting this whole thing together. He's like, I got to warn Sienna. I got to go to this party. Mom's like, no. And he's like, shut up, bitch. And then she swacks him. (laughs) I don't know that he actually told her to shut up. (laughs) But he goes hauling ass off into the night. Uh, About that time, Sienna at the party, drunk and somewhat high on Molly, looks at her phone and sees that she has six missed calls from her mom. So she calls her mom back. And her mom's like, oh, you're fucking drunk, you little skank. And Sienna's like, Mom, I love you so much. I don't tell you enough because I love you. And she's like, ugh, I love you too, I guess. Just get home safe. I don't have a lot of, like, aspirations as a parent. Mm -hmm. But that is one thing I do not want to do. Talk to my kids when they're drunk and high on Molly. (laughs) Especially if I know... Daphne is dressed like that at the time. Yeah. Because that means that somewhere, somehow I have failed as a parent. <laughs> I did something wrong. I don't know what I did, but it didn't work out the way I had hoped. Regardless, uh, we have like a cute little bonding moment there between uh, Sienna and her mom. The mom's like, God damn it, I'm going to go look for Jonathan. Goes out to the car, the garage and finds that her car has been vandalized. But not really. I mean, like... There's like no a, damage. Yeah, it's like foam and a bar Shaving of soap. Cream and, and a smashed like pumpkin. Like bitches written in the windshield. Yeah, not, nothing that, you know, a scrub brush couldn't handle. Right. But now she's really pissed. She's like, hey, son of a bitch, Jonathan, gonna get... And she gets out there and starts uh, scrubbing the shit off so she can go look for him. And inside the car is Art the Clown, who now, Jason, has a sawn-off shotgun. That's a bad sign. That's not a good thing. You don't want this guy running around with firearms. You do not. Uh, basically blows a canoe into mom's head, mm-hmm. and uh, that's the end of mom. And then, uh, I guess, takes her up to the kitchen and makes a nice dinner for her. So that's <laughs> an interesting idea. How great was it seeing Art come out in that fucking apron, <laughs> apron. <laughs> with so, cats on it? So excited about this mashed potato thing. And then he just crams his mashed potatoes in her, in the hole in her face. <laughs> Cut to Jonathan, who's out running around the neighborhood with all the trick-or-treaters. Happens upon a creep van. And uh, as he's walking by, the the van starts honking the horn. Uh, He's like, what? So he kind of peeks around the creep van, and he sees the pale girl sitting in the passenger seat with glowing demon eyes. Mm -hmm. So he's like, oh, yeah, let me just investigate that. 
great idea. Uh, once he gets closer, I think like somebody, like some hands came out and tried to grab him, but he got away and made it back to the house. And that's where he gets into the kitchen and finds that Art and his mother are having a lovely dinner <laughs> that Art has prepared, by the way, very thoughtful, mm-hmm. and is like fisting into her head crevice or whatever you want to call it. <laughs> Jacob's like, ah, shit. Uh, goes to haul ass out of there, but then Art injects him with something, yeah. it looked like, and uh, takes him out of there himself. Now we're going to cut to Sienna, who's like, oh, God, I got to go find my brother. You know, and she gets into this big fight with Brooke and her boyfriend. And, and real quick, um, as um, the brother is running from Art right before he gets tranquilized, uh, he leads Art into Sienna's room where Art is led to the sword, and that's what makes Art take the sword. Right. Which is It's going to come into pivotal. play. Yeah, yeah, come into play here later. So uh, Art and the pale girl have Jacob unconscious in the back seat. They call Sienna from Jake or Jonathan's phone, and the pale girl just does like a perfect Jonathan voice. Mm-hmm. And she's like, hey, I'm at the old carnival. you got to come help me. Uh, my friends led me here, and then they left me. And Sienna's like, oh, God, okay, fine. So she talks uh, Brooke and her boyfriend into driving her to the carnival. Perfect place for Art the Clown, by the way. Did you see what he was dressed up as? The boyfriend? At the club, yeah. Uh, I saw the shirt. I didn't catch the costume. Right before he reveals his shirt, he's wearing Bob's ghost outfit from Halloween. Bob's? Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't see The sheet and the glasses. The glasses, yeah. Uh Oh, very cool. Yeah. Um. I mean, why would you do that but not have, like, a Laurie Strode? Because, I mean, that's a deep dive. He said, it, he said it was an homage to Halloween because it's one of his favorite movies. I like that. But, I mean, like, if you're that character, that's like me. I don't, I don't know. I don't know where I'm going with this. It just seems like a deep dive. And everybody else, everybody who's not a complete horror dork like you and I would look at that and go, you cheap motherfucker. You couldn't buy a costume. You just <laughs> stole your mom's bed sheet. Now you can't see. And then the sh- and then the shirt that he has on underneath says just says the just a tip, tip, and it's a like a Halloween knife. Yeah, very cool. Um, so they go to the abandoned carnival. Like I don't think it was abandoned. I think it was just closed. The carnival and uh, Sienna jumps out. She's like, "Okay, I'm gonna go find him. You guys wait here." Uh, sexual shenanigans of a sort take place in the van and some cocaine also. Uh, Sienna's running around the carnival trying to call Jonathan. Jonathan's phone is like cutting in and out, but we know it's not Jonathan anyway. Uh, eventually she gets a hold of him and she's like, um, I'm stuck in this ride. I'm like stuck. I can't move. The ride is called the Terrifier, Jason. Mm-hmm. Look out. So this is where <laughs> we get to see the actual Terrifier. Um, I believe it was a haunted attraction. I would call mm-hmm. her some kind of a fun house, at least. Right? Yeah. Uh, she goes hauling ass over to the Terrifier, starts walking around. This place kicks all kinds of ass. Yeah, it's filmed in an actual uh, haunt, Philadelphia. Like, yeah, yeah. Haunted house. Very cool. We got to get ourselves over there. Uh, they have like a crazy carnival with a bunch of other clowns running around. Uh, they're all like animatronic, though. It's no actual actors. And then they get into like what appeared to me to be like a Temple of the Blind Dead situation. Mm-hmm. It's like an altar and like a chapel and a bunch of hooded skeleton-looking dudes. Very cool. Um, make a long story short, they get in there, um, cut back to uh, the van. 
just the tip gets out and gets stabbed in the dick while he's uh, taking a leak. Uh, Brooke, Hence the just the tip. Of course. <laughs> um, Brooke gets out and hauls ass into the carnival because she saw Art the Clown. So he's chasing her around, eventually corners her in, I believe, a restroom and throws hydrochloric acid on her face mm-hmm. and then um, just stabs the living piss out of her. Finally breaks out that club. Yeah, I was waiting. It was like a table leg. Yeah. With a bunch of nails and forks hammered mm-hmm. into it. Nasty. Nasty situation that is. Uh, they're both out of the equation. Then we get the big showdown at the end between Sienna and Art the Clown. Um, this this is the other part that I felt could have been trimmed down a little bit. I yeah. felt like they just didn't want to end the movie. Yeah. Or maybe they still had a bunch of funding left and they just wanted to keep, keep it going. A, a lot of people have speculated that this this was kind of a, a one-off where the guy got a lot of money you know, from independent backers and stuff like that. So he's like, you know what? I'm going to give them as much as I possibly can. Okay. Because they get, they believed in it Uh and I'm going to spend every fucking last nugget. (laughs) I love that about him. So, uh, he didn't say that, but a lot of people just kind of assume that he figured it would be his one big wad. Okay. Uh, and that there wouldn't be like a follow-up or anything like that. I'm into it. But there's definitely going to be a follow-up. Is there going to be a Terrifier 3? Oh, he wouldn't shut up about part 3. <laughs> okay, perfect. <Yeah. laughs> um, right on. So, again, th- now this gets a little drawn out because, like, we still have, at this point in the movie, probably a good half hour still to go. Yeah. So we get um, Sienna chasing uh, Art around and then Art's chasing Sienna around. Uh, Jonathan coming to and hiding from Art. Um, big showdown. Art puts a pretty good beating on Sienna. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't, I think he, I, I don't know if he just knocked her unconscious or if he actually killed her, but somehow it opens up like a weird gateway to hell situation. So that, so once she like fell through the floor right. and then she's down there at that kind pit of red thing. pit thing. Yeah. So that right there is supposedly like, the portal to hell right i figured that yeah so by him killing her because at that point that's when he jams the sword in her gut right and um then chucks her in there and basically to spend all of eternity right but that it basically teleports her right back into her nightmare except this time instead of being like an extra on the weird commercial thing she gets put into a dunk tank and like her foot gets chained to the bottom so she's just going to drown again in hell, I guess, and die again, right? I guess she can get killed in hell. Um, well, she could, but apparently it's more lore that nobody would have known <laughs> without him saying it. Okay. Um, apparently she cannot die by her own sword. Okay. Okay. So she ends up dying. Right. But at that point. She, too, is resurrected. Because of the sword. Because of this whatever that has called her to the quest. Okay, so... So, now that she has been resurrected, right? Uh, she is as powerful as Art himself. Oh, okay. I wouldn't have gathered that, but... Uh, the Once she gets tossed into the, the fiery... Or the candlelit pit, uh, her sword, which is still on the outside of the pit, starts to glow... She drowns in the weirdo dunk tank thing, but then the the 
incision starts to glow also and then you just see her hand come out of the pit and then she climbs back up as that's going on art has secured himself a cat of nine tails i guess <laughs> and is in a very sadomasochistic way whipping jonathan like gnarly. yeah he, he uh leon said that that's art's favorite weapon a cat of nine tails um it's, or whatever it's that made was. of like people's braids and just wire and blades and shit like this and okay I, I think he like i don't know if it's made out of like sinew or or what okay but i think it's somehow made from i don't know people's hair or body parts or something delightful <laughs> <laughs> absolutely delightful uh he's really putting it to jonathan and then uh, he's really fucking this kid up i know which was kind of harsh considering the kid was like 12 right <laughs> I was like, jesus especially once, especially once he starts macking down on his ankle yeah i was like this th- this is getting borderline masochistic here <laughs> or what was this the passion of the christ all of a sudden <laughs> jesus no pun intended uh so but then sienna pops out she's got the the gladius or whatever it is and creeps up on art shanks him uh make a long story short she cuts his head off and then gets uh jonathan out of there mm-hmm. and that's pretty much the end of your movie but then we have a little credit cookie uh we're going to cut to a mental institution mm-hmm. where vicky the survivor from the first movie who is horribly disfigured and now completely deranged is having some menstruation i think of some sort and uh is using her period blood to like basically write a bunch of filth all over the walls i thought it was blood from giving birth well yeah menstruation or whatever you want to call that and then she basically gives birth to art's head Mm -hmm. while chris jericho is eating uh halloween candy (laughs) and that's pretty much the end of your movie there jason yeah supposedly uh it originally and they had shot this originally they weren't going to give birth to his head they had filmed this whole other sequence which was her kind of scratching on the back of her head uh-huh. and then like she's kind of tearing at the flesh right and like out of her head comes art's head okay. he said but then lo and behold two months later a little movie called malignant comes out ah. he's like I couldn't release it with that, so yeah. they had to shoot a completely different ending. Okay. Pretty funny. I would have He's liked- like, I wasn't going to have him say I was copying it. He said, and to be honest, they did it a hell of a lot better. <laughs> I don't know. I wasn't a huge fan of Malignant. It was okay. It was, the action, it was zany. That's, I'll give it that. Yeah. The entire premise was fucking bananas. So uh, there, there, were, there does seem to be kind of a lot of... Um, Almost biblical. It's almost, it's funny that you say Passion of the Christ because there's like some kind of biblical references in a way. Okay. I mean, we're dealing with resurrection. Right. We're dealing with an, an immaculate conception of art. Sure. Uh, we're, um, we've got, again, resurrection of not only art, but Sienna. Right. Uh, I guess when she was in the tank, he had said that there was a specific reason why her boots were off. And I don't think it was just so she wouldn't drown. But I don't know if maybe that was more of a, like, but he didn't say what. So maybe like on the cross, okay. you know, barefoot. Sure. I'm not sure. You kind of got to make up yeah. uh, your own thing with that. Okay. Um, angel wings, you know. Yeah. So kind of a lot of little biblical type, kind of references. I wouldn't have caught it if you hadn't said anything. Well, I wouldn't have caught it if I wouldn't want well, well, yeah. listen to that. Right on, man. What did you think of the movie? It was great. I loved it. Yeah, it's fucking great. I loved it. Um, 
like I said, man, it feels very 1980s. And I don't mean that just because of like the hairstyles and the syntho uh, score, uh, but like just the way like the night shots were lit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You saw a lot of that in the 80s where you got a guy running around at night out in the woods, but it's very brightly lit to where we can see the killer is right behind him, but we have to sign off on him not being able to see the killer is right behind him. Yeah. So like like um, the the weirdo sex scenes in the van, mm-hmm. you could tell those two actors had bright lights in their faces the whole time, and that's uh, you don't really see that with, with today's cameras. You don't really need that, but it's kind of a cool little throwback the way those those shots were lit. Um, I love the practical effects. Mm-hmm. I like a killer that is um, aloof, aloof, annoying. And so annoying, humorous, but without being hacky. Yeah, you know what I mean. And I think it's almost better that Art doesn't speak. I think that's the saving grace. Yeah, I really do. Uh, for somebody to nail a role without saying a word, I mean that's that says a lot. Totally. Um, I hope I don't know what he said about the third one, but I hope we get more of that little girl. The, oh, he didn't. Um, no he, he really didn't say much about it. Oh, he, okay. he just kept implying that there will be a third one nice i hope there is i will kickstart it i'm all over <laughs> you're just hoping for a movie shot and if i can get in front of a camera yeah. with uh lauren lavera there's going to probably be a restraining order <laughs> of some sort <laughs> maybe some charges filed i don't know right on man we both enjoyed it i'm sure you've seen it inmates if not you got to check it out it's streaming presently on Screenbox. If you're going to do it, do the uh, free trial and then shut and it then off. then cancel that yeah, shit. Immediately. Or uh, I'm sure it's it's out on Blu-ray and 4K. Yeah. It'll probably hit the rest of the streamers soon. We're going to take a little break. We'll come back with some other stuff, huh?
Hey, inmates. If you like what you hear, head over to the Padded Room Facebook group and support us through the patron link with a small monthly donation. Check out the T-Villain link at paddedroom.podbean.com and grab some t-shirts. Thanks for listening and enjoy the rest of the show. And we're back, Jason. Yep. How do you feel about killer clown movies in general? I mean, very, I, very hit and miss. They're they're either really good or they're not good at all. Yeah, there's like no middle ground on the killer clowns. I feel like like clown is pretty good, but that was well. I guess it was a killer clown, but you you were more in tune with the guy. Yeah, the killer clown himself. Sure, you weren't really scared of him. You kind of felt bad for killer him. clowns from outer space. Obviously, more of a comedy. Yeah, um, uh, this very terrifier. Very it, good. It's, it's very good. Uh, and you have things like amusement, uh, clown house. I'm talking about the the real clown house, not the other movie that came out of clown house. Uh, there's um, there's a couple of horror movies based at, like Haunt, where it's uh, based in like yeah. uh, haunted attraction. Yeah. Got a lot of clowns running around. Decent. Yeah, not bad. Haunt's pretty good. I like Haunt. Right on, man. You ready to get into this week's meat hook? Let's roll. Three on a meat hook. This week's meat hook. Top three kills in a movie. Jason, mm-hmm. what do you got for number three? Bone Tomahawk. Ooh, that's a good one. Thanks. That is a good one. Um, I I would put that one better than the one in Terrifier 1. Just because you felt more... You felt more for that guy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Sure. I mean, he was a bit of a prick, but he was still, you know, and he's yeah, like... Yeah, but that other one's a lot more visceral. He would do what? Uh, Terrifier 1. Terrifier 1. one. Mm-hmm. It is, because she was naked. Yeah. And that's pretty... And you know... The vagina, right. That's where you're ca- <laughs> catching the saw teeth right yeah. there. But uh, <laughs> I don't know, man. I think, uh, like, in, in Terrifier 1, it was almost comical. You know, I, I felt like it was comical because mm-hmm. he was like prancing around. And, Ooh, am I going to do it? Am I not going to do it? Oh, I'm going to do it. Okay, you're all going to do it. <laughs> but in Bone Tomahawk, the guy's like dazed out of his mind and he's sure. got a fever. And he's telling, you know, hey, send my stuff to my mom. He knows he's about to die. Mm-hmm. He doesn't know he's going to die that way. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God, it was terrible. It was rough. It was terrible. My number three, mm-hmm. the world famous bus versus girl in Final Destination 1. Hmm. What I like about that is it's right smack in the middle of this very uh, intense argument between three of the characters. They're all yelling and screaming at each other. You don't know what's happening. Yeah, I know what's happening. You got to listen to me. No, I'm listening. And then finally, she's like, "You know what? I'm not listening to either one of you." Steps off the curb. <laughs> she is removed <laughs> from the movie. Yeah, just like that. And uh, when we first saw that, nobody saw it coming because. She was kind of like borderline halfway the love interest, and just not not anymore. She's not. I almost had an entry from the Final Destination movies. The second one, I bet. Uh, is that the one with the logs? The logs, yeah. Yeah. There, there's actually a, 
a couple of scenes in there that I, I just kind of tickle my fancy. You know? <laughs> I get all giddy every time I they happen. It. I get that. <laughs> but, they, but they're not really, they're more fun. Like, I really enjoy that mo- the moment. Sure. But uh, they don't really get me in the crotch. You know I get what I mean? that. Yeah. Give you the little pucker. pucker <laughs> yes. Little pucker puckers. Yeah. How about number two? Number two is actually that particular scene from uh, Terrifier 1. Oh, the the, sec- the first bone, or the second bone tomahawk, yes. I guess. <laughs> different bone tomahawk, different movie. Yeah. To uh, me, that, that one is a lot more visceral. Really? I can relate more with the guy in bone tomahawk. Yeah. But just the fact that I see a hell of a lot more um, yeah. in Terrifier, uh, and I just think the prosthetics look really good. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I get that. Um, like I said, it had like a comedic edge to me. And I don't know, I don't know if that was intentional or not, but, yeah. you know. Uh, comedic or not, I mean, that <laughs> motherfucker can smile all he wants. It's not detracting from what's going on. Uh-huh. I get it. Uh, my number two, this is probably going to be a little out there, Rickles from Day of the Dead, the original. Mm. Do you remember that? No. Okay, so uh, you've seen Day of the Dead, though, right? Eons ago. Okay, well, you have the army. Never a fan. It, yeah, it hit me at the right time. But uh, you have the army guys down there. What, uh, now, I, I'm ex-military myself, and I don't want to go off on a rant here, but I understand why the military is often portrayed as the villains. It happens. I get it. Uh, I'm not mad at that. What I don't care for is when the military is per- portrayed in a wildly inaccurate fashion, <laughs> such as in Day of the Dead. Yeah. Now, you know, you got these big fat guys with beards. Come on, man. I know George Romero has at least at one point seen one of those. Seen a commercial. <laughs> one of those recruiting videos. Yeah. And these guys are not Army. And if they, they're like in their 40s. You know what I mean? But uh, despite all that, I saw it when it first came out in 1986, I believe. And I was always rooting for the Army guys, except for Rhodes. Every, we can all agree that he was a prick. But um, Rickles was like a third-string guy, and he was the one that was always cackling. <laughs> As he's running around and, you know, making jokes at everybody else's expense and then cackling. As he's being ripped apart by the zombies, mm-hmm. he is still cackling. And this was Tom Savini special effects, and it's like most Tom Savini is. Yeah, I'm sure I've seen that scene. Yeah. Yeah, all like, you know, In Search of Darkness and stuff like that. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, Yeah. it's one of the highlights from that movie. Sure. But they're just ripping him apart, and he is still cackling. Then the cackle slowly kind of careens into a scream, and then it's just over. Mm -hmm. Nice. That's uh, that's my number two. Very good. How about number one? Man. Terrifier made two spots. Holy cow. I got to go with uh, Terrifier 2. Okay, which one? Just his long, drawn out (laughs) mutilation of that poor fucking girl. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, with the salt and the the bleach and the snapping her arm in half, uh, peeling her face off. Yeah. Uh, I mean, name it just goes on and on, and then she's up. She's still, mom. She's still alive. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if that is uh, like anatomically accurate. Well, I, don't, I imagine at some point you would go into shock, right? You would hope you'd go into shock at least, or at least lose consciousness. Sure. Um, but you know, even leading up to like, even if you take away that that second cut scene, yeah, where she's still somehow hanging on. 
uh, everything leading up to that moment. I mean, it's just fucking brutal, man. A good scalping is a good scalping. That was a good scalping. That was a pretty good scalping. I mean, he just peels that thing like a damn onion. Right back like a banana. (laughs) Or an orange, I guess. I don't know. What do you got for number one? My number one is Lori Holden from the first Silent Hill movie. That one disturbs me. That's the one where they strap her to the ladder Mm -hmm. and then lower the ladder over the fire. That one is one that has sat with me for a while. Um, I think being burned alive is probably the worst, if not one of the worst ways to die ever. I mean, could you think of a more painful experience? And what's worse about that this one, because another one that came to mind while I was writing this up was uh, the dad from uh, The Hills Have Eyes. Because mm-hmm. he's being used as a diversion while he's being burned alive. Uh, but on top of that, this one was a little hit me a little bit harder just because you have that close-up of her as she's you know basically blistering and peeling and cracking and Lori holden at that point was smoking hot especially in that super tight literally smoking yeah literally in that super tight police outfit with the leather pants and Mm -hmm. the the biker boots and all that stuff gosh she's banging imagine that melting onto your flesh oh it's got to be painful as shit (laughs) and it looked painful and she sold it and she's like um, she's like conscious the whole time. Yeah. She's like yelling and screaming and run, run, and she's popping and blah, nasty. That's my number one. That's a good pick. That's me. That's uh, what do you got? You got anything from Sarah? I do. All right, let's hear it. Number three, and I'm going to read it exactly like she said it. Oh, perfect. Number three. Here comes the ethnic slurs. <laughs> Terrifier. The slice all the way from head to cunt. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, Technically, it would be cut to head, though, wouldn't it? Yeah. <laughs> True. Number two, Ghost Ship. The, oh, the yeah. wire that clears the deck. Yeah, very cool. Which is a great a great scene. It is. Too bad the rest of the movie was crap. <laughs> uh, and number one, Hereditary, the pole kill of the sister. Yeah. That uh, that one hits the same way the, the Final Destination bus does, yeah. I think. Cause Nobody saw that. No. And you think, uh, okay, well, they're going to the hospital. They're going to get this. And then boom. Yeah. No, they're not. Not going anywhere, actually. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, right on. Inmates, we would like to know what your top three kills in a horror movie are, or horror movies. The Mental Health Hotline is area code 775-387-0275, or you get us on the regular old email at thepaddedroom2011 at hotmail.com. While you were compiling your list, however, we must now tell you what movies we got to watch this week in a little segment called, What Are You Looking At? What are you looking at? Yeah, buddy. So, keeping up with my catching up with the 80s list, mm-hmm. I tried three times to watch Cat People from 1982. Yeah? I couldn't, man. <laughs> I, was, I tried uh, Malcolm McDowell and Natasha... Uh, not... Uh, Kinski. It, it's very slow and very boring, man. And it's 99%... Uh, John Heard flirting with uh, Natasha Kinski. Out of all of the movies that you've, I'm not. I'm not. You've been on introduced it. to. Yeah, I've never that's, seen it. That's what you picked. Well, that was next on my list. Do you, now I know that you have some issues with like IMDb ratings. I wouldn't say I have issues with it. 
I just don't yeah, know, but I'm you you always... you told you told me on more than one occasion that you really need to stop paying so much attention to the number, <laughs> and I, I I get where you're coming from. Okay, but there's a little thing in life called general consensus. Okay, <laughs> let's see what let's see what the general... that is a numerical general consensus. Although it occasionally is wrong. Look at Blue Velvet. It's like fucking seven and a half or eight. Yeah. And it's dog shit. It's not that bad. It's fucking terrible. See? (laughs) It's not that bad. Cat People got uh, 6.2 stars. That's pretty good. I don't know why. I mean, maybe maybe I need to sit through the whole fucking thing. I tried twice. That's probably what it is. And it is very slow. And it's got that early 80s. Why did every goddamn movie from 1970 to 1985 have to have two people fall in love? Every fucking movie. It doesn't matter if it's... uh, a movie about Vietnam. I'm sorry you hate love so much. I don't. Lo- I don't care for it, Jason. I don't care for it. You don't love love. I don't love love, man. Uh, I tried. I couldn't get through it. I, maybe I'll try again this week. I don't know. It's probably just a mindset kind of thing. I mean, you got to be in the mood for certain things. I do. sometimes you cannot watch like a foreign flick because you're not in the mood for the subs. Yeah, I get that. So. Maybe uh, maybe I'll take a Quaalude. There you go. <laughs> I watched that, and I finally watched Ghostbusters Afterlife from 2021. Yeah. Great fun, show. Fun movie. I loved it. Mm-hmm. Uh, got a little weepy there at the end. Ah, you puss. I'm sorry, man. I miss I miss Egon. Yeah. You know, and it was cool. He be gone. He be gone. <laughs> Get out. <laughs> Get out right now. I loved it, man. It's a great show. I'm, I'm sure trademarking that. You should. <laughs> What do you got? Uh, let's see. I really thought this was going to be more of a psychological thriller than what it was. But uh, watch Black Swan. Um, I mean, it was fine for what it was. But of, it's not uh, a lot of dancer drama. A lot of a lot of a lot of dancer drama. Yeah, yeah. I still give it a seven. Um, I would, well, maybe a six five. I would call that a much better version of the Neon Demon, without the cannibalism, obviously. I. I'd put it right there with, like, Suspiria. Okay. Uh, we watched Hocus Pocus 2. All right. Uh, that was tolerable. So, Sarah loved Hocus Pocus, right? Yeah. How did she feel about this one? She, like me, likes aspects of it. Okay. Um, they're really beating some shit over your head, though. Yeah, I figured they would. Um, and then some things just don't make any sense. Like, if you actually want to, like like try to understand it like there's no way that they could have a grasp on like current events or current slang or current technology or current songs and like they're one of their biggest songs is a parody of a modern song okay so i don't know it's retarded uh but i'm sure we'll watch it every halloween (laughs) i rewatched fresh uh that's still good oh wait are you talking oh no the hulu um the Winter Soldier, uh, Sebastian. Uh, yeah, yeah, okay. That's a good uh, one. Not like Sebastian that. Bach. No, uh, Sebastian <laughs> something or other. Yeah, and that's, that's all. That's one. all like I've that. seen. Yeah, it is good. Right on. Good stuff, man. Let's get into some immersion therapy. I am prepared to accept my punishment. I don't think you are. <laughs> I don't see any body armor on. Wow, you actually <laughs> did buy a gun, didn't you? <laughs> Immersion Therapy. 
before you even open that dirty little word hole of yours, <laughs> this here it comes, ladies and gentlemen, is a perfect example of why you give some credence to IMDb ratings. Okay, three point one. That's now, fair. Now it only has. Yeah, but why would you watch it? Why not? Why not? Because there's so many other I, higher rated things. I, well, of course there is. But I have seen uh, some threes and fours that I really enjoyed. Of course you have. <laughs> Didn't you tell me that uh, you went out and bought this? Yeah, I got it. It's right there on the shelf behind you. <laughs> sure did, buddy. And here's the shit of it. <laughs> Last week, when we're discussing this movie, and, oh? and I was laughing at its IMDb rating. Okay. And you told me that you had bought it. I did. I, my... I asked a question. I said, so have you watched it? And yeah. you said, of course. Yeah. That means you've watched this twice. I've seen it more than once. Why the fuck would you watch <laughs> this more than once? <laughs> I Okay, well, allow me to explain. Please. Now, first off, you have the sex scene, which I found to be very uh, stimulating. Um, you uh, could watch porn. Well, I know I could do that. That's exactly, that in a way kind of makes this even hotter. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't need to see somebody's tonsils. In fact, <laughs> I'm kind of sick of looking at tonsils, to be honest with you. More to the point, there's a lot in that movie that does not make sense or compute to me. You don't you know, say. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like if I watch it enough, I might be able to figure it out. No, it's just very poorly done. That could be that, too. I'm pretty sure one of their main computers was just a word processor. I'm pretty sure that. I was yeah. staring so hard to try to pick up a model. And then on their like their little handy cam, their yeah. little camcorder, mm-hmm. they had like taped little pieces of like, like tinfoil yeah. over all the branding of it. Yeah. Okay, well, I get that you didn't get permission to blast Sony's name on the camera, you know. As if they would to, give a shit in a 3.1 But, like, movie. scratch it off and paint over it. I mean, there was three pieces of large tinfoil on your fucking <laughs> handicap. <laughs> like, like a little effort. I didn't notice that little detail. Um, Not that it matters. Let's see. The ma- Okay, have you ever in your life been around cocaine? Not that I'm aware of. Oh, damn. I was really hoping you had. No. So I haven't. Oh, no, wait. I don't know if that was real or not, but I was at a party once where there was some flying around. I didn't try it. Did you see it? I saw it. Or it could have been meth or fentanyl. Was it a bag? Yes. Was it the gigantic one-gallon satchel of Coke that this one whore brought over? <laughs> no, it was not. This was the the pile of never... It was like Willy Wonka came in with a fucking Coke mountain. I figured It was like the never-ending gobstopper yeah, of cocaine. That was like $4,000. Dude, it food. was so much cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> that is your problem. That is your biggest complaint about this movie? No, my biggest complaint is that it just goes nowhere. It it's it is as I put it, uh let's see. Did this make Jason's dog shit movies? It is uh no, oh, I didn't man. put it in dog shit. All right. Um the guy Graves serves no purpose in this movie. That was till the very end. Oh, he was the one that was running the camera, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Um it was basically it's got a threesome. <laughs> There's it was a basically a softcore porno yeah. with cocaine uh-huh. and dial-up modem sound effects that were supposed to convince me that's what tape recorders sound like. So... Like, all of the visuals were shit. And then you had this 
goth app you know apparition that was slowly the slowest hallway lurking i've ever seen Mm -hmm. it was just miserable yeah no i agree with everything you're saying okay (laughs) (laughs) for some reason like a lot of weird movies that we all have soft spots for yeah i enjoyed it um i realize it doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me it's it's almost a call back to um like a night of the demons you know what i mean but not as good. Uh, could have used some actual breasts. Um, but I enjoyed it for what it was. Uh, yeah, but do you enjoy it for what it is three times? I'll probably watch it again. Sure. That is so bizarre to me. It's, it, this is what this is what we call a passive watch. Mm-hmm. I'll put it on. I've seen it. It'll be on while I'm folding the laundry. Yeah. I'll you know take a quick break during that. Sure, <laughs> the 30-minute Lesbo scene. That I rather enjoyed, yes. And hey, I'll give them credit where credit's due. Great makeout scene. I loved it. I like the fact that they're still just running around in their, in their skimpies the whole damn show. She uh, looks good in a bra and panties. Say what you will about Rumor Willis. Why? God, her face is so fucking <laughs> ugly. That I is. think it looked that bad in this movie. She has seriously got a horse face. But, well, I agree. But, um... There, there are versions of her that look much better. And that picture you pulled up is not yeah. one of them. Just saying it is one of them. It is one of them, but it's not one of her better versions. Even I have an occasional good photo. I'm a hideous chode. You are. <laughs> so. <laughs> the one I wear in my locket is very flattering. I'll show it to you. <laughs> um, and I didn't, like, I didn't even get the point of, other than for us and fan service, like, yeah. you know, or viewer service, why would they run around? Because once they were done lezzing out, they're still just running around in and their panties. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Now, at first I thought, okay, well, they were complaining that it's too hot. But both guys have all their clothes on. Yeah. And the, one, the brunette is wearing a leather jacket. Well, um, they're all coked up, too. So I'm sure that doesn't help. <laughs> okay. I don't know. Maybe coke makes you hot. It's a hot, hot drug, Jason. That's all I got. It's not good. I enjoyed and it. And does Coke give you the effect of ecstasy? I don't know. I don't think I've it does. I've never done it. I've never done cocaine. That's it. We're doing rails. <laughs> if anybody has some, I'd love to try it. Uh, right on, man. Well, I'm sorry you didn't like it. It's okay. <laughs> but I'm going to make you endure these movies. Your immersion therapy for this week is going to be All Hallows Eve. Oh, nice. From 2013. You can find this one streaming on Tubi. Uh, stars pretty much all the people that was in uh, Terrifier and Terrifier 2. Check that shit out, inmates. We will do the same, and we can compare notes next week. Yeah, I told you that the immersion therapy is your surefired way, surefired yeah. way to get me to watch whatever the fuck kind of terrible thing you and conjure now, up i am going to run you through the ringer <laughs> until buddy gets back there's all i can i can think of only one movie that i i would ask you not to watch cannibal holocaust yeah okay fair enough um what if i found the uh non-animal cruelty there has to be like no just because fuck just don't want to do it yeah all right fair enough no animal so. no cannibal holocaust. what about cannibal ferox <laughs> it is essentially never heard of it let's do it it is essentially the exact same movie yeah. um little more rapey but no animal stuff <laughs> and there's a lot of penis whacking too yeah it isn't even the fact that like it's shown 
on video. Like you could take that out of the video. Oh, Ferox isn't. Uh, well, I mean, Cannibal Holocaust. Oh. Uh, but it's the fact that, you know, I know that they did it just for the sake of the movie. Um, well, I mean, okay, so since we're already... Nah, if they fed it to somebody or had a nice stew. Well, since we're already on the topic, uh, first off, you can't really call... Having seen Cannibal Holocaust and the scenes in question, you can't really call any of those actual animal cruelty. Yes, they killed animals. Yes, they cooked them and ate them. That happened. Hmm. If you have a problem with that, um, I don't have a problem with killing and eating. Yeah, um, I mean, if it was, see, I, I'm I'm going solely off of hearsay. Okay, again, I've never seen it, so I can't really, and I've never even you know cared enough or gave it enough of a shit to do any more research to find out. Like, okay, well, did they kill it and eat it? Like, because I'm fine with killing and eating damn near anything. Okay, so they killed. If I remember right, they killed a muskrat. Um, they ate it, literally prepped it, put it over a campfire and ate it. They killed a turtle. Uh, that one was kind of gross, but they did cook it and eat it. They're like like gutting it, basically. Yeah. Um, they killed a pig for the sake of being dickies. Um, but from what I understand, after that scene had wrapped, they ate the pig and fed it to the uh, yeah. uh, villagers or uh, tribesmen or whatever. I think that was it, if I'm not mistaken. If you think it's worth my time to watch I'm it. I'm not going to make you watch it. No, I understand that, but it's it sounds perfectly fine. Okay. Uh, if you think it's worth my time. It also has to be good enough. Don't I, I don't want to watch it just because it was, quote-unquote, the, first, the right. first movie to maybe be found footage. Right. Um, I'm gonna it say, has to be good enough, too. I'm going to say... Knowing you and your tastes, <laughs> I don't think you'll like it. I'm going to say that because it it all boils down to um, this dickhead documentary crew going down there and trying to that basically they're trying to start a war between two tribes. Mm-hmm. Uh, they are basically assholes to both tribes, and then the war that they're trying to they basically end up getting killed. Sure, the film crew is never seen or heard from again. And then uh, one professor, like, finds, like, some stock footage. So he goes down there to try to find the rest, gets mm-hmm. it, brings it back, develops it. And then we get, like, them being assholes to the tribesmen yeah. and getting their just desserts in the end. Yeah. In somewhat gruesome fashion. Better it, or worse than um, Green Inferno? Um, I would say it is uh, more visceral. Mm-hmm. Than Green Inferno, uh, I think I feel like Eli Roth made Green Inferno as kind of a tribute to Cannibal Holocaust. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would say overall, uh, Green Inferno is better. I was more invested in those characters. It had more of an actual storyline. Yeah. Um, I hated Alejandro far more than <laughs> I hated the documentary film crew, and sure. they were actually killing animals. And right. Stuff. But Alejandro, let me run into that fucking guy one yeah. of these days, you know? All right, anyway, enough about that. It's time to educate Darian, you son of a bitch. Educating Miss Monica.
Jason, I am a high school student at a high school that is peculiarly placed in this town of ours. Uh, the local drug dealers have gotten themselves a batch of contaminated product and are now pushing it to the kids, which is creating all kinds of strange side effects. Uh, vandalism, gang violence, um, some very uh, peculiar uh, sexual situations are taking place. And uh, somebody's got to get a, a hold of this, or else these gangs are probably going to take over the school and uh, possibly mess around and blow the whole fucking place up. Probably on motorcycles. All right. Probably <laughs> on motorcycles. Uh, a lot of weird hair situations going on as well. And, uh, yeah, watch out for that shit. So don't do drugs, especially these drugs. And if you do, don't have sex with each other, because then that's going to make things even weirder. Who might I be, you ask? Tune we in next ask. week, and I will drop some knowledge on you, inmates. In the meantime, I think that's about going to do it for us. Jason, I did not say who I was last week. No, you did not. Uh, well, Mom, let me run you through my clues from last week. I am a heartbroken young man who has invited my girlfriend to a European vacation at the romantic city of Kiev, which is now a battleground, from what I understand. Um, asked her to marry me. She said no. Fuck, I don't care anymore. My half-drunk cousin found us a way to get into Pripyat. We're going to do a little dark tourism. Check out the nice. the seclusion zone of the Chernobyl reactor. Uh, once we get there, there's bears running around and all kinds of damage. And we got to get the fuck out of here today except that our bus doesn't work i am of course the chernobyl diaries have you seen that one yeah what do you think uh it was decent enough the pr- i mean i enjoyed enjoyed it for what it was the only problem i had with that is that it wasn't technically found footage mm-hmm. but it was shot in such a way that made it seem extremely found footage yeah uh very off-putting to me yeah and i would have liked to have seen more, a, more killer bears. A diary or a <laughs> video vlog or something. Don't call it the Chernobyl Diaries if there's no diary in it. I get you. know you. what I mean? Yeah. Just put, give me something. <laughs> ah, that's, just my, that's just me, though. Uh, tune in next week, inmates, and I'll drop some knowledge on you about who I am this week. In the meantime, that is about going to do it for us. Jay, you got anything else on the week? That's it for me. Right on, right on. Join us next week for Pearl. Closing out Darian Gets Caught Up Month here in the Padded Room Podcast, courtesy of Jason Harrell. Four pregnant teenagers, motorcycle gangs, uh, giving birth to clown heads in a mental institution, the brutalist kills that horror has to offer, and the Padded Room Podcast. I'm afraid visiting hours are over. Bye!